Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Hey, hey. It's uh, the Matt Mosley Show. Happy Monday to you. And uh, the excitement of a Cowboys victory over the Eagles. I got in about 2.30 in the morning from all my stuff out there at Cowboys. Uh, And, um, well, we do that for ESPN Central Texas and, of course, the Doomsday Podcast. But out there and uh, having a big time and Cowboys – after the Eagles showed a tiny bit of fight on a Dak turnover to get back in the game, Cowboys put them away from there. Win 33-13, to 13. and my goodness, what a, uh, what a performance all the way around. And the, um, the Eagles are in a bad way right now. Every time they had a little momentum and they had the uh, offense moving, they would get down there and um, and get stripped. Uh, Marquise Bell had one. Donovan uh, had one. I mean, it, it, uh, Stephon Gilmore had one. Tremendous showing by the uh, by the Dallas Cowboys on a night uh, when the head coach had come back from having an appendectomy, and he was. Uh, he, I mean, it, he was ready to go. He was fired up. He had great energy in the game. He was down there challenging things. And uh, Aaron Sexton, sometimes we do have to tip our hat, tip our cap to the best place kicker in all of the NFL, <laughs> Brandon Aubrey. Is that not the craziest thing you've ever seen? It's incredible. Where you can just... You can just, it's like a cinch. It's like the ball, it, it almost is comical. As I'm sitting there at the game, and I'm not, you know, I'm sure it's very impressive to see those long field goals on TV too. But what's comical to me is to be up in that press box and to see everybody lined up and that ball is sitting on the logo, and it just seems like a weird thing to do. I mean, you're up 7 nothing. You're still in a, you're in a very tight ball game. And you're going to try a 60-yard field goal, and yet he made it easily. Then he makes a 59. He's made the first 30 kicks of his career. He's the greatest of all time when it comes to, in the NFL, on the first, he's obliterated every record. A kicker from Cleveland years ago, well, not that long ago, made his first 18. Made his first 18. This guy's made his first 30. It's almost like they're trying to get him to miss a kick. And it it really is an incredible weapon. And he also gets a million of these uh, touchbacks as well. But the Cowboys find a way. The Eagles are in a bad way. 
I think the only downside is the Cowboys now have to go to Buffalo. Um, they've got to then go to Miami. They got Detroit. Cowboys have a tough schedule coming up. The uh, Eagles do not. Eagles have one of the easier schedules left. I think they've got a command. Uh, the Giants are involved. There might be a commander's game on there. And then Seattle. Seattle might play them tough. We'll see. I mean, it's not. It's, it's just, the good news is the Cowboys just look like the better team. The bad news is I still don't think they're going to get, you know, home field advantage. And, and I think it's something this team desperately needs. They're an unbelievable, you know, 15 of these in a row, the home games. All of the games this year except for the Seattle game are blowouts. Um, I mean, they the amount of games they have that they're winning by 20 points or more, uh, it's insane. It's insane amount. I would say, Aaron, the the quarterback didn't even have, like in this unbelievable stretch he's in, he didn't really even have one of his best games. And yet now all the, the betting, he's the betting favorite to be the MVP. Uh, I think Lamar is there. Jalen has been in the conversation. Um, I mean, Christian McCaffrey. You know, it's usually a, not a non-quarterback. McCaffrey's at least in the conversation. But Dak is now in the lead. And uh, he went 24-39, 271 yards, couple of touchdowns. Had the fumble that led to the Eagles' touchdown. Aaron, he's, he's remarkable. I mean, it, it's just... Uh, it just continues, and I don't know. Uh, I don't know who else you would. Pop. Again, Lamar Jackson is in the conversation. Mahomes always is, but I think Dak has taken over. I think Dak's in the lead now, and uh, it is. Oh, Brock Purdy's in there too, of course, from San Francisco. But as of last night. Dak has surpassed them in the race for the MVP. Aaron, thankfully, and again, we can talk about that a lot, but the MVP race in the NFL just isn't quite what the MVP race in the NBA is. The NBA is so obsessed with its MVP that like a week or two into the season, you're talking about the early MVP candidates and all that. While we care a lot about the NFL – and the fantasy and all of that, it doesn't rise to the level of of what they talk about in the uh, NBA. But uh, Cowboys go out and and get the huge win. I mean, I thought the running game was okay. I mean, not not anything to blow you away, but still, um, I think as a team from a running standpoint, averaged over. Four yards of carry. Uh, Pollard ran hard. I thought he was great in pass protection. Dowdle did his thing. Um, runs extremely hard. Gives him some options down inside the uh, the red zone. But I I don't know, Aaron. I, I think as we look at across the NFL right now, you have to say 49ers are the best team. 
I guess you could make an argument about the Ravens. I mean, where do you have the Cowboys? I, I think the Cowboys are the second best team in the NFC right now. Aaron, who else would you put ahead of them overall in the NFL? Would you put, would you say the Ravens? I mean, a lot of these teams are eight and five, even <laughs> decent teams. There's a ton of eight and five teams. I mean, I still have huge respect for uh, for the Chiefs, but that was a setback. That was a bad loss uh, against the Bills, a Bills team the Cowboys now have to go and face. Aaron, are the Cowboys, could you make an argument that the Cowboys are the second best team in football right now? Yeah, I don't think it's. I mean, like you said, the only question I think would be maybe the Ravens, and I think they're better than the Ravens. I, I definitely think they have better offensive talent outside the quarterback. And the way Dak's playing, they're both playing great. I think that's pretty much a wash or maybe a slight nod even still to Dak. He's been so great. So besides the 49ers, you can make the case, yes, pretty easily that the Cowboys are the second-best team in the league. Cowboys take down the Eagles. 33-13, and suddenly the Eagles, who were flying high just a couple of weeks ago, back-to-back losses, they are right there at, um, I mean, that, that is just wild. The Cowboys and Eagles now tied atop the division. I mean, even after that Arizona game, and, and Aaron, that it still stares at you, doesn't it? Even if, there, if these teams tie, the Eagles are probably going to win it the tiebreaker with their conference record because they would have the same divisional record with the conference record and that Arizona game, and you always knew it would, that losing to the Cardinals, just absolutely no excuse, is going to come back to haunt them. Cowboys 3-3 three and three on the road, perfect at home. And, Aaron, as I sat there last night and I heard the – Eagles sucks. Uh, Eagles suck. Chance come out a thunderous, thunderous group of Cowboys fans. The white towels waving around. I, I kind of had to admit. I mean, I always thought that thing was too massive and that board grabbed too much attention for it to be like some kind of huge home field advantage. But how do you not call it a home field advantage when a team wins fifteen straight there? Like, this is now, again, I, are, are there tougher places to play? I think so. I mean, I think the place are going this week. I think going to New York. I, I, think, uh, I think there are some really, really tough road environments. I think in the beautiful, enormous, climate-controlled AT&T Stadium, I don't normally think of it as being a nightmare for opposing teams. But it's kind of becoming that way. And... I, I I just think that's peop, that's how kind of people think about it now. Now, um, the the defense on a night when Parsons had the flu, so I guess this was his flu game, although it wasn't quite Jordan-esque, but he did have a sack, and at a huge point in the game, Aaron, you know, he he just – absolutely annihilates poor Lane Johnson, one of the best right tackles in the game. He bull rushes him, sends him right back into Hurts, and then makes the sack. And then I think it was the next play, comes racing in there on like a third and 18, and Hurts barely gets it away. I mean, that to me, that's a pretty amazing thing to watch 
a, a, a high-powered offense like that with Brown and Devontae Smith and you you name it. I mean, their best, they're really their best play of the night. Now, they had some good ones. They had some drops. I thought Hurts threw some gorgeous balls that got dropped. But the, um, Aaron, the punter, threw a nice ball for the Eagles. And, Aaron, did you happen to notice where that punter went to you know, uh, college? Where did he play his college ball? None other, the fighting Texas Aggies. He's an Aggie and a big-time punter. And it was interesting, Aaron. I just happened to start doing a little deep dive on him after he completed that pass. When he played in, where's he from? I think he's from Houston. He played linebacker in high school. Fancies himself as an actual football player, not just a punter. But he ended a, a, a run of five straight Australian punters in college football, getting the Ray, the coveted Ray Guy Award. He he ended that um, and, and became the first American-born punter, uh, and he ended a five-year streak from the Aussies in college football when he was at Texas A&M. So I don't know what caused me to suddenly do a deep dive into all that, but I did. And um, I, I just thought, man, what a what a throw he made out there. But the Cowboys' defense holds the – I mean, think about that, Aaron, how great an offense that was most of the year, the huge amount of points they put up, and the Cowboys gave up two field goals. The Cowboys' defense did. They get their score on a, on a strip sack and a fumble return for a touchdown from that rookie out of Georgia – Jalen Carter, and um, and that's it. Aaron, that was, with everything that was on the line and a very big and enormous audience, Sunday night football, that's one of the better defensive performances we've seen from the Cowboys. That was clutch. Everybody, I mean, they just kept making plays across the board. Big Don makes the first one. Um, apparently that had been a huge point of emphasis with the Cowboys, including, you know, last time they played the Eagles up there, the Eagles did t- fumble the ball, but they, they jumped on all of them. I think they fumbled it three times and recovered all three. The Cowboys forced three of them. And Aaron, I, to me, that really set a great tone early for the Cowboys because did you see Hurts? Like his face, like everybody was kind of running up there like, oh, were you down and trying to talk to him? And he kind of had that. <laughs> yes. I mean, you saw that look I'm talking about. It was just kind of like, no, nope, I fumbled it. And, I mean, I, again, the Eagles have his back, but the Cowboys just, everything they had going. And who else fumbled, Aaron? I think, did A.J. have one of those and Devontae? They did, both so, of them. Wow. Wow. And it wasn't like, oh, they're not they're not holding on to the ball. Now maybe that was part of it, but the Cowboys came in with punching, stripping. I mean, that was a uh, tremendous Aaron, when was the last when was the last I mean that that to me was one of the uh the best like wins for the Cowboys. 
in quite some time. I mean, since the playoff victory, obviously over over Tom Brady and and uh, in Tampa, Aaron, from a regular st- uh, season victory standpoint, when's the la- when's the last one you can remember that was this big, with e- with everything that was on the line to come out and perform and be that dominant for the Cowboys? Certainly not this season. Trying to think back again, last season, okay, does anything come to mind, Aaron? I mean, playoff wins are huge since they're so. Yeah, infrequent but just, around here. Yeah, but just regular season, what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's like I, that's the biggest win. Yeah, I can't remember the last mm-hmm. since it's the biggest win I think since probably Dak's rookie year wow. in the regular season. Yeah, and Jerry last night, man, he had a lot, and I sat there with him for 20 minutes, and and um, and we'll talk more about it, Aaron, but. Do you remember, did you ever see the Charlton Heston uh, movie or read about El Cid, Aaron? Do you remember anything about that story? I don't. The great Spanish warrior, Spanish uh, uh, general, and they, uh, and so that was what Jerry was talking about. He was calling McCarthy El Cid, and at the end of El Cid, the, the great general, they, you know, in, in order to inspire the troops, he was he was wounded and he had an arrow in him. And, and I think they could have saved him, but he would have been out of action for too long. So he he chose, as the as the tale goes, to ride out in his in his folks rode right around him. But he even though he was mortally wounded. They strapped him onto the horse, and he rode. He rode out, rode down the beach, or he rode into battle, dead. He was already dead on his horse. And so Jerry told that story last night and said he was calling McCarthy El Cid. Now again, he he had an appendectomy. He he wasn't mortally wounded, but um, I like that El Cid. And then Jerry apparently uh, said to Micah. Oh, and Aaron, by the way, more cussing from the Cowboys. I don't know if you saw that. I saw clip. that too, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Well, that was a that was an Ed Werder piece that he did after the game. And and ESPN's running the piece today on one of their sports center shows, and they didn't beep it. <clears throat> they wow. they it, the big quote was it was and it kind of comes from an old Marshawn Lynch thing, but it's it's uh DeMarcus saying you have to hit the mf'er you know in the face and you have to hit him and hit him and hit him and hit him again and so Werder put that in his piece but of course it was meant to be bleeped out and they just ran it like this morning on sports center they just dropped an mf'er i Aaron, i think we are getting to a point with society where we're kind of like an everything goes kind of like you you see more cussing after NBA games you see Dak cussing more in these post game type deals so you got to be ready on the dump button but yeah that was interesting that was just a flat out mistake by ESPN they did the package last night they had like 12 hours to bleep it out and then they threw out an mf'er on the 
on the on the the TV on ESPN this morning. Aaron, can you imagine just families getting up, you know, just trying to, hey, kids, we're just going to have this ESPN <laughs> on as we get ready for school, and they hear Demarcus Lawrence dropping f bombs. Goodness gracious, what are we what are we doing? All right, I need to get Ed's. Ed may have a take on this, but um, we were doing the Doomsday podcast late into the night. Now we may have um, Glenn Stretch Smith. He's a part of the Doomsday podcast, longtime member of the uh, ESPN Central Texas family, and um, it'll be good to have him. It'll be good to have him, and uh, we'll check in with him at five o'clock. We continue down this path. Cowboys, enormous win, and uh, we react to it. And we talk about what it means. Like, what is this team capable of doing? Dare I say they could reach the Super Bowl? Let's discuss next. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Snap to Prescott, fake to Pollard. Only heard here. Deep and going to the middle, and there's Cups all along. In the middle of the end zone, touchdown Cowboys. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills, live from Highmark Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys and Bills, Sunday starting with the pregame at 2, here on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the foundation doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the foundation, Doctor. (laughs) You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863 8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. <laughs> The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Did you know, now's a great time to let Jeff on our Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle. I'm Kyle Tumlinson. General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models, all priced to fit any budget. We also have a state-of-the-art service and body shop 
and a full-line parts department with factory-trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. King of the road. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Rico, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Don't go through another year with that awful joint pain. Call QC Connects right now. Make 2024 the year you go back to living normal life again. Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. QC Connects can give you your life back. The nation's leader in regenerative medicine. These are all natural treatments that can repair and restore that damaged tissue, giving you pain-free movement. Again, if you have pain from an old injury or pain associated with arthritis, you need to check this out. The future of medicine is here. Regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. Make the call now so you can get the most out of 2024. Get back to doing what you love. And don't forget, you can use your HSA and FSA funds. Call QC Kinetics for free consultation. 254-415-4100. 254 QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show. And we'll dip in and listen to a little bit of uh, Jerry um, coming up here and uh, may do that. Oh, why don't we why don't we consider doing that at about uh, 420 today? We'll and then. Uh, and we'll, we'll listen to some more of it in the 5 o'clock. Jerry is really, uh, I mean, he everything he sees about this team, and he basically said this is the, the best regular season victory he can remember in a long time, and, and then talked about the, the level of play where Dak is, and he always talks about how it's just a huge regret that Tony, he didn't win a Super Bowl with Tony Romo. He feels like he let Romo down. He had the kind of quarterback that could win one and he didn't get it done. Well, I mean, I don't know, Aaron, he can say that. I, what about like getting to an NFC title game? The closest they came was the one where they, they ruled that Dez did not catch that football. And, uh, infamously that, and of course, Aaron Rodgers would have had a say in that game at the very end, but that that was a chance for the Cowboys with Romo to make it to the uh, to win that game and make it the NFC title game. Th- this team, I I think it certainly has a lot of parts of this team seem good enough to do it. The problem is San Francisco standing in the way now. If you could get the seating like you need it to where you don't have to see San Francisco until the NFC title game, then then that's that's greatness. That that's fine because Aaron 
of course, everybody will get greedy once you make the NFC title game. But can you imagine if the Cowboys made it to that for the first time since the 95 season, so January of 96? I, I, like, I, I don't even know what people would do. They wouldn't <laughs> know what to do with themselves. Like, it, it, it's, it would be, you know, it, it would feel a lot like when the Rangers advanced and beat the Yankees and made it to the World Series. We didn't know in 2010. We, we didn't really even know what to do with ourselves. And now it's been so long, and there's, there's, there's people that are, like, graduated from college I mean, they used to have no memory of any of this stuff. I mean, we're talking talking 30 years ago almost. So, anyway, it, it's uh, – what is it now, Aaron? I haven't updated it in my mind lately. 96, what are we in, 23? We're almost at 24. So, I mean, we're, we're creeping up on – golly, 28 years, 29 – about 28 years. Mm-hmm. And Aaron, that's crazy, and it does, you know, make I know everybody kind of around our age feel kind of old, but I mean, it doesn't. Sometimes it feels like yesterday. Yeah. But it was forever ago. And so there we are. Now, what what are the things that stand out right now about this team? Well, hopefully, Hankins, by the way, they had to kind of, he came back out, but he didn't come back in the game, and he had an ankle. There's several players that are being, um, that you know, that you know, we're looking, and we'll check in with Coriel Health, our man Lance, um, Doctor Lance Ellis, for some of our injury. We need to check in with him because there's all always some kind of interesting injury out there in um, in the NFL, and he can weigh in on these things. But Aaron, I would say one of the great. I don't know if it's a surprise because. We thought he might have a chance to do something. But Jake Ferguson has become I I, I Aaron, I don't wanna I mean he's okay, we're not gonna say he's Kelsey and he's not I mean there's there's about two or three like unbelievable tight ends in the NFL. All right, and and uh one of them plays for the um the Niners, of course, and then one of them plays for the Chiefs. Kittle plays for the um, plays for the Niners. But like Aaron, I'm not so sure when you get past Kelsey and Kittle, and I, I mean, is there is there somebody else? Who would you say, Aaron? Is there who is the guy that was so great for the Raiders that we all thought, and he, now he's oh, Waller? Else. Yeah, he's yeah. been hurt, and okay. Giants are terrible. But yeah. But I'm just I like who would you say is playing better than Ferguson right now as tight end? Like he makes great catches, he makes contested catches, he runs over people, he he leaps over people. Like I I kind of feel like he's becoming before our very eyes one of the best tight ends in the game. I mean, this is Jake Ferguson, Aaron. This is the guy I kind of got over to the side, had a nice little one-on-one with at camp. I mean, he's kind of, 
I, I, Aaron, I, I would not in any, and, and I, I love, you know, I thought Dalton Schultz was a good player. Is Jake Ferguson already better than Dalton Schultz? I kind of think he is. I think so. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. I, I don't, I'd have to look at what, Sh- I'm sure Schultz has been good for that rookie quarterback, the Texans. Aaron, did you see that yesterday? The poor old Texans. I mean, they've been a, a fun story this year. They're seven and five, hanging in there, doing their thing. Got a quarterback, Stroud, putting up huge uh, numbers. And I know he got hurt in that game, but even before that, it was a it was a struggle. They get beat thirty to six. Aaron, I thought I thought the Jets yesterday were going to carry um, Zach Wilson off the field, like it was like the feel good feel good story of the year. I mean, everybody just surrounded him, and, and he did play well in the second half. <laughs> Aaron, I think there were two games yesterday that made it to halftime at, at scoreless. Like, it never happens in this league. It's just not supposed to happen. And it happened yesterday. Two games end up scoreless. Aaron, did I, did I look right? And I'm, thank goodness I wasn't watching it. But did somebody actually like win a game three nothing or something like that? Your Minnesota Vikings did. <laughs> wow, wow! Nothing resounding three to nothing win over the uh, Las Vegas Raiders with a uh, ninth inning walk off home run. <laughs> uh, I mean, by the way, Aaron, that's a buddy of mine that got that DWI. The offensive coordinator for the Vikings. I I hated that story over the weekend, and and uh, you know it happens to it happens, and and it's it's not you know you, everybody's always like these guys are making so much money. Why did they? Why do they not get a ride? Well, we know the answer to that. The time old tradition: if you're out drinking, you don't always make the greatest of decisions. Aaron, he blew. This is Wes Phillips. This is Wade Phillips' son. Uh, Wade's been on with us. He's a friend of the show. Wes is his son. Just a great, great guy. He's worked his way up. He's been an O-line coach, been offensive coordinator. They did let him go coach in that game. He blew a, a zero, a point zero eight. Aaron, that is, in Texas at least, that is the legal limit. So, obviously, he hadn't. Certainly wasn't like way overserved, but technically he'd been overserved. And um, uh, anyway, hated that for him, but uh, but we'll see. Hopefully he can move on and and uh, and come back come back from that situation. Um, Aaron, I tell you what, we'll save the uh, Jerry because I'm kind of getting excited. I want everybody to hear Jerry talking about El Cid and. Uh, you know, I always get a kick out of it, Aaron. In order to get decent Jerry audio, you know, everybody fights for position. Well, I'm a, you know, I'm a fairly tall guy. I'm six one and have a decent reach, so I can kind of get back behind him and get some pretty good audio. Everybody else, I always feel bad because all these short people are desperately trying to reach in there, but. Like, it, it was just interesting. And, oh, I was, I was going to tell you this story, Aaron, and I was going to tell our folks. So going down to the game last night, 
And, and after the game, <clears throat> now you can go down early, but then you, if you try to go down early, you're going to miss some of the game. Well, all the good food and coffee and everything <clears throat> is up in the press box. So I, I never leave the press box until the final, until the game's actually over. So game ends, and I generally make my way down there pretty quickly, and you need to catch that first elevator, or Jerry, you'll miss Jerry. And, you know, you want to hear what Jerry says after the game. Aaron, somebody comes through, and they make a stop, and they let all these Eagles people. It's the ownership of the Eagles. Now, I did not see Jeff Lurie, but I did not appreciate it. It was like they were in a luxury suite. I've got no clue why they brought them down to the media elevator, and the and the security guard basically puts his arm out like, you know, like an arm guard. I'm not saying he pushed me. But, you know, we were just trying to get on like we always would. We didn't care who these people were. We didn't know it was the ownership. And so at some point, they kind of announced this Eagles ownership. And it's Jeff Lurie's wife. And I kind of give them the whole, I said, this is the media elevator. And, and uh, Aaron, that did not seem to make any uh, difference to this security guard. So there I was battling with the, the Eagles uh, ownership group, but I thought that was weird. Like I've never seen that all my years of doing, of being there. And, and I've been on the elevator with all kinds of celebrities. I've never seen them rush the Eagle, the owner, the other owners onto the media elevator and kick the media off. Um, a very strange situation, but Aaron, I thought you'd be proud of me sticking up for the writers. And I, I kind of, I said my piece, and then I, I just let it go on. And some, one of the guys, the usher or whoever it was, apologized. And the, the Eagles, the big bad Eagles media, they were all around me, Aaron. And not one of them said a word. They just, for some reason, they just went ahead and let it. But anyway, I thought that was, uh, what was that other story we had, Aaron, recently where they announced they were with Netflix. You remember we had somebody on the Cowboys were at a game and the Netflix people showed up and said, we're with Netflix and the, the media, <laughs> oh, well, the media, step told aside them, we don't, then. we don't, yeah, they're like, sure, sure. Let us all step aside <laughs> and let Netflix on the, the deal. Somebody made some big pronouncement and I think it was, I don't know who probably Calvin Watkins said, we don't care who you are. We don't care. <laughs> The company that made Coming to America 2? Let them through, guys. (laughs) I should have done that last night. I should have just, but I felt like the, once he put that arm bar on me, my next, I I just felt like there wasn't a good place to go. Like, what am I going to do? Shove him? Like, that wouldn't have been a good look. But uh, in front of the Eagles' ownership. But I just thought that was interesting. All right, uh, Aaron, it is that time of day. And uh, I mean, uh, uh. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, Aaron it is, is not showing much anticipation. No, we are very excited. It is time for Stephanie Sports Corner. What could she possibly have in store for us? That is next. 
Baylor Bear basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action this Saturday in Detroit taking on Michigan State. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, December 16th and Sunday, December 17th at the Cadence Bank Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be a place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. Get there early for the two guns that will be raffled off at 4 o'clock on Saturday and 3 o'clock on Sunday. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll find lots of ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, December 16th from 9 until 5, December 17th from 10 until 4 at the Cadence Bank Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, run by a native Texan for all Texans. Tis the season to give and it's okay to get. Get holiday gift cards from La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina. Purchase $50 in gift cards and get $10 free for yourself or for someone else. And don't forget La Fiesta can cater your holiday party. Order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on in at La Fiesta located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. Merry Christmas from your friends at La Fiesta. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Rico, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we're not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, The rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, 
Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine cocktails open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel. And ask about our discounted rates for November and December. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel and Company, New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. And I tell you, I was just talking about Jake Ferguson. Cowboys tied in. This was what Dak had to say about him. He said, he said, hell of a player. Confidence is through the roof with him. He's a fun guy to play with. Active. He will do whatever it takes to make those dirty blocks. Being selfless. Wants to make the catch. Wants to jump over guys. It's incredible. Just his mindset. He's not going to take anything from anybody. Um, Super, super proud of him. And I'm telling you, he's only going to get better. Super thankful to have that guy and then uh just minutes ago mike mccarthy talking to the media uh said of the crowd last night i don't know if i've ever heard at&t stadium that loud best home corner advantage in sports or field <laughs> yeah isn't that crazy i mean huge home field advantage yeah 15 in it, a row that's it's it's they they back it up and uh it's uh, it's been remarkable to uh, to watch, and that is why they are desperate to have one of these home field uh, playoff games. Uh, it's very very important to them, and uh, I was just watching. Went back and watched a couple of plays. Ferguson on that crosser. I mean that poor safety's trying to cover him. Ferguson's too big. And then that other play, that's 21 for the Eagles, tried to interfere with him. Ferguson still caught it. And then his running ability in the open field, I I don't know. To me, he looks a little more elusive than I even remember Dalton looking. Like he, he's got a little speed. He's got a little wiggle to him. I mean, what, what a – what I mean, I don't really know much about Schoonmaker, like what, what he's going to turn out to be. But it looks like they hit in a huge way on Jake Ferguson. And then Cooks, I mean, it just keeps going. Um, not not too many negative things from, uh, from last night. All right. We all know what's about to happen. Aaron, it's that time. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. 
the human drama of athletic competition. It's time for Stephanie Sports Talk, sponsored by Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair, Epperson Tractor, Lafayette Restaurant and Cantina, King Ranch Turfgrass, Mosby's Land Management, Myatt Fuels, and now, here's Stephanie. <laughs> well, she has joined us. I'm here. And uh, I'm getting word that she is jumping <laughs> on a certain bandwagon. What? And that would be they the made... University of Texas. I am not jumping on the wagon. I have been on the wagon. <laughs> I am leading it down the road. I've, I even fan. have a tattoo of a longhorn. She is wearing more fan. Yeah. More uh, burnt orange know. today than the cheerleaders do. This is not burnt orange. <laughs> Absolutely I, is. This is not burnt oh, orange. Take a picture of that and send it to Matt. And I see will. What he said. Not it right now, but orange. after we get through. It is absolutely No, 100%. Scott would tell me it is not burnt orange because orange is not in my wheel color. <laughs> I'm just really... saying. My color is of wheels. It's not there. It's not in my wheelhouse. It's not a flattering color for you? No, it doesn't. It makes my hair look brassy. Oh, okay. And my eyes not as blue. Can't <laughs> <laughs> oh, have that. Oh no. Yeah. Anyways, but I am not. Yeah. I, I am for UT. But speaking of, speaking of. I mean, now that they're football. in the college football playoff, you are. But go yeah. ahead. No, before, I have but... been. I have. Look, my teams are UT, Baylor, and Texas Tech. Those are my teams in Texas. Now, all of the others, if they're going to the playoffs, then I'll jump on that bandwagon. <laughs> Wait, so ha- who are your teams? Baylor, Texas, Texas and Texas Tech? Uh-huh, because my... I mean, that, you, you can't, that's a weird fandom. I mean, <laughs> no, I like no, 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 no. Here, here you can't my... have three of those. Yes, I yeah. can. And who's ever winning is who I cheer for the most. None of those schools <laughs> like each other at all. But th- I mean, you got to so hear it's... my reasoning, though, okay? I, uh, okay. It's good reason. Please, Texas ahead, Tech, please. I have nieces and nephews that go there. So I have to be like, yay. Yeah, and then okay. I live in Waco, and I, green and gold is in my color wheelhouse. So, and I work for ESPN Central Texas, so I have to be a Baylor fan. And, you know, UT, I just grew up a UT fan. There. That's my reasoning. <laughs> to ask, it's my father's fault. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. But... Well. Did you watch the Heisman Trophy ceremony? You know, I, I have now gone back. I, I, I was involved in something the other night, and I can't say that I planned my entire evening around it, but uh, I am aware of the of the victory going to the LSU quarterback. But did you watch it? What did you, is well, that, uh, is I, that what's on your mind today? No, that's not on my mind. I was just seeing if you watched it. But I will tell you what's on my mind. It has to do with oh, Cowboys. Okay. Um, no, Scott, we didn't watch it. We were watching, I don't know what we were doing. But, um, yeah. you know, we, we they did replay it yesterday on ABC, so we watched the end of it. And I was yeah. just kind of impressed with all the, the four nominees, like Bo Nix. I think he's great. And just, you know, when they you know how they interview them and the mom and the dad and all yeah. that? That's why I was kind of impressed with them. That's all I was going to say about that. Okay. Impressed with the candidates. Yes. The four candidates. And, yes. Uh, they came across very well, and then uh, and then the great LSU quarterback he got it. wins the Heisman. Do you remember the last LSU player to win the Heisman? Do you know this one, Stephanie? Mm, doo, doo, doo. Nope. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> recent. 
Recent, no. Wasn't long ago, and they won a national title with this player. I don't know. I forgot. Be Ju- That's Joe Burrow. Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. Okay, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I know him. You say his name all the time. Well, I just thought I thought that he's might got be a broken somebody. wrist right now or something. Something. <laughs> okay. Good. Well, hey, good. That's <laughs> this, that's good knowledge. It's it is good. good knowledge. He has, he has some stuff. So, What's on your mind today in Stephanie's uh, sports corner? Well, um. You know, I was watching the game yesterday and all the different interviews and stuff. And so, you know, they have picked the 32 nominees for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, which will be presented to the winner um, Thursday, February 8th um, at 8 o'clock on CBS. East, I mean, yeah, 8 o'clock on CBS. And, you know, they have every team and the player. So I saw that Demarcus Lawrence, defensive end for the Cowboys, has been nominated. And he's, you know, they're nominated by their team. And um, so I just started looking at, I went to the Cowboy website and the NFL website, NFL.com website, and I they have a video up. You sh- everybody should go look at it. And he just says that, um, you know, how he gives back to his community and the kids. And he said he believes that you are a product of your environment. So it was being a Dallas Cowboy, he wants to help those and just show his support within his community. And... Um, He's he's done stuff for Boys and Girls, Salvation Army, Children's Hospital, and he's also working with Dak, who won the award last year with his foundation that it brings awareness to mental health. Um, and he said that he wants to make sure that everyone who suffers with this disease, that they can help get them the proper care. Well, I thought it was kind of cool. And then he also, I did not know this, that every time he gets a sack during the season, he donates $2,500 to the North Texas Food Bank. And so far, I think he's had like four or five sacks. They're not getting six. much. Well, hey, every dollar counts. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a tax write off. I don't know. They need, uh, they need Micah Parsons. Yeah, yeah that's true. But, uh, but um, he, is a good he has player. been nominated. Yeah. So, you know, Aaron, have you ever noticed? I, I'm surprised. Stephanie is good at what she does on air and all the other things, and she's got a sales background and all of that. But I feel like her heart is re- <laughs> would really be in like a – and I, I, I mean, I want her to stay here, but – You can't get me like off a, your show. No, I feel like a nonprofit. I just feel like you're drawn to doing all this good. And, and like, I, I, I can just imagine you pouring yourself into one of these unbelievable nonprofits. Now, I guess – we can we can help nonprofits on radio. I well, mean, it, you know, gonna... our sister station. I do on our other sister station. I do help out with their annual toy and poker run that helps with Caritas. And you know, yeah, I, I do like to be a part of charities. Uh-huh. And I don't know if that's just the way that I was raised because I do have. If you anyone who knows me knows that I care about people. I care about their well being. So, um, and I have a heart for that. And I think maybe the way I was raised. That, you know, you yeah. give back, be kind to everybody. That's good. So you That's know. good. Aaron? I like you, Matt. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I just think, you know, when mm. you are given a position of celebrity status or being an athlete, <laughs> Matt, that you yes, need to I'm give both back. Of, I'm both of those things. Well, yes. well you do play tennis <laughs> and you, do, yes. you are a celebrity. I do not I, play tennis. 
but I am a celebrity. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, no, but my. I do think like, you know, these, these football players, basketball, baseball, whoever, when you're in a level like that, you know, giving back to your community and donating your time and your money, of course, to charity, I think, I think that's a good thing. So if you're not doing it yeah, and you're All listening right. to the Matt Mosley show, please contribute. <laughs> Yeah, that's but good. Yeah, but hey. All right, well, thank you for looking that up. Yeah, but Cowboys did well yesterday. Like, they might really be a contender. I'm starting to be a believer. The saying. Well, they did in 33-13, to 13, and they're one of the most dominant home teams. I mean, right now, I mean, the teams I'm most interested in, the Dallas Cowboys certainly marked. Oglesby <laughs> has my attention. And UT. I think they're playing God, middle of this week. They play God, Wednesday. Horns. Yeah, yeah, Oglesby. And, um, but Mart is just, how awesome is that? That's and it's pretty great cool. to have uh, Tom and Coach Tusa on the call. They followed, they've, they've jumped on that. They, they're big Robinson people, mm-hmm. but they kind of gotten on that Mart bandwagon. And what I love about Mart, we've talked about this, is that. Like they they can be challenged and they'll have like uh you know struggling maybe a little bit and then at halftime they go in they kind of regroup and then they just roll mm-hmm. that's what they do and they and they put teams in their in their place and so anyway love what they, what uh, they've been like what seven years and in the past seven they've won six because I I went to the game last year Scott and I did and uh they didn't win last year but I think they're gonna take it this year so you know I wish them luck. Yeah, we're 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 all with them uh, for sure, and uh, it's a very very exciting week as we get ready for the state title game. Stephanie, I appreciate it. Thank you. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. Go and, Longhorns. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. All right, okay. there she is in her burn orange. Um, we do have campus confidential coming up today at four forty. We've got some NFL headlines. We will let you hear. Um, and I'll tell you what, we'll start it coming up. We're going to let you hear from Jerry Jones. Had some very interesting things to say. And I believe Jerry thinks this is the best shot he's had since the 2007 team. The 2007 Dallas Cowboys. We're sitting here in 2023 on this season. These next couple of games will tell a lot of the story. Cowboys desperately need home games in the playoffs. We'll uh, hear from Jerry. We'll do it next. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back in action Thursday in the Faro Center for the future Bears game hosting Delaware State. 10.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 11 a.m. tip-off Thursday. Tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. 
Coriel Health has an all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, including the Matt Mosley Show Sports Injury Expert, Dr. Lance Ellis. Whether your pain is from an old or new sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Coriel Health Orthopedic Team uses the latest minimally invasive technology, including an orthopedic robot, to perform total knee replacements with unmatched precision. Call 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. Save on the powerfully versatile Kubota M7 tractor with up to 170 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, and operator-friendly controls and comfort. Now, write it off the lot and write it off your taxes for zero down and 0% APR for 48 months plus $8,000 loyalty cash reward. Now through December 31st, subject to credit approval. Consult your tax advisor. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's fall clearance sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury motor-powered national bestsellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice cost. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. Thank you for a record-setting November and make a JTC your number one full-service Chevrolet store. With all of our new inventory, it's starting to look a little like Christmas. At Jim Turner Chevrolet, we also have the largest selection of certified pre-owned and in need for more. So before you spend too much, give us the opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261. And remember folks, we're only a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Find new roads. With tens of thousands of satisfied patients across America, it's no surprise QC Kinetics gets five-star reviews. I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. I'm able to do the things that I wasn't able to do for a long time. I can recommend them highly. I would recommend QC to anybody. QC Kinetics has changed my life. I couldn't believe it. I honestly was skeptical, but the pain went from a 10 to a zero. Real people with real lasting relief from joint pain. QC Kinetics Regenerative Medicine is regenerating me. This non-surgical approach is definitely the future. I tell as many people as possible. I am an ambassador. I love QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. No drugs, no surgery. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. 
We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley Show, and uh, we've got so much going on today reacting to huge Cowboys win. Uh, you know, I've seen a lot of them. I've seen some big regular season wins. The um, Colts came in here with Peyton one time on a roll. The uh, Patriots came in in a game. One time they were 11 and uh, I think the Colts were maybe 9 0 or 10 0 one season. The Cowboys beat them. I mean, there have been some great matchups. But, man, this, this, this was a knockdown, drag out uh, affair. And, boy, the Cowboys came out and, and they just, they are so dominant at home. And they have one of the great weapons in the NFL. You'll hear me and we'll play some of this for you. Uh, I got to be with Jerry last night with a few other reporters after the game, and I did ask him what kind of weapon he has with uh, with his kicker, and it is amazing to to see him kick a sixty yarder, and it looks so easy. It didn't just clear the the crossbar. I mean, it, the, Aaron, I think the sixty yarder after watching the replay of that, is probably good from, like, 66, 67. I mean, it's, it's easily, yeah. It's just kind of crazy how how he hits the ball, and he's hit the first 30 of his career. I mean, it, it, is, a, it is a remarkable thing. One other thing that stood out to me, um, I, I – I, A.J. Brown and Stephon Gilmore went at it, and uh, Gilmore turned 33 in September. Still playing really good football, but getting up there for a cornerback. Certainly we've seen cornerbacks continue to be uh, productive, but uh, that's that's getting on up there a little bit. And Gilmore and A.J. Brown went back and forth, and Gilmore – after the game revealed, he said, I just didn't like that he called me old at the beginning of the game. It lit a fire in me a little bit. Um, and I, I mean, it's kind of funny. Uh, Gilmore went on to say, I was mad. I was going to show him. That's the only thing I could do is just show him that I'm still here. I think I did that today. Boy, I, I thought the coverage was good. I, You know, he, he poked one out of there. That was big. And then it helped. The Eagles had a couple of balls that they really could have completed that they couldn't make plays on. Some, uh, some, some really nice throws from Jalen Hurts that they were not able to make plays on. I think they were frustrated. I think the Cowboys' coverage was such that it really – kind of got in their head a little bit and um it was uh 
the the that first that first big fumble um, was caused by the strip was Donovan Wilson, and and I mean it, it was uh, and then he recovered it too that Jalen Hurts fumble it, it really did set the tone and then um, it, it just the whole night um, I mean Parsons had a couple of huge plays in this game. And then one other update, by the way, McCarthy just talked and said Jonathan Hankins, they don't know much on him. He's got a high ankle, it seems. So Mozzie Smith is going to get even more time. There's a a huge dude on the practice squad. His name escapes me right now. But that is an option if they want to go there. But, uh, Aaron, let's listen in a little bit. This is Jerry Jones weighing in on a huge Cowboys win uh, after last night's game. And we'll get to that. The game was uh, very real um, and had a lot of preparation, but it also in a way was a little bigger than life just because of the story behind it. But uh, I never thought you may remember the story of El Cid uh, when he got mortally wounded and it looked like uh, his troops were going to quit because he wasn't going to lead them into battle. And so they strapped him on that horse and ran him down the beach called El Cid. Well, Mike was strapped on a horse going down that beach tonight. I called him El Cid before the game, but uh, really uh, he just wouldn't go have it any other way to step out there. Not even uh, Blake and uh, make that game and do all the physical things it take. And uh, I'm sure proud of him and uh, the messages that uh, those nuances that make uh, really a part of making great coaches. So I'm so proud of him, proud for him, uh, proud of his staff, Dan Quinn. Uh, that's a big victory for the franchise tonight. Do you think you made a statement in this game tonight, defeating a team like the Eagles, which you hadn't done this year? Well, I think the Eagles are formidable. And uh, they're, they're a good team, and you don't have that record uh, without it. Uh, we know they're a good team. Uh, uh, we came within six yards of getting it in the end zone up in Philadelphia and might have gotten it the first time. Uh, but we've got a good team, too. And uh, uh, we'll hopefully see them. I told Jeff Lurie before the game, God, I hope we get to play again tonight. So, uh, uh, But they do have a good team. But... Uh, I'm so proud of this uh, team for stepping up. Uh, you had Mike uh, McCarthy's effort, uh, but I'll tell you right now, Michael Parsons uh, was a little weak and um, uh, just weak from uh, the flu. And uh, he was outstanding. And uh, But this is the kind of thing that uh, everybody on, that, on this team uh, should uh, and will always remember, but it should carry us as we look forward to the next uh, four regular season games in the playoffs, hopefully. Jerry, is this the most satisfying win of the Mike McCarthy era? Uh, I would say yes. Yeah. Uh, And it has to do with the fact that he came up off the operating table to not even wince and stand uh, stand there and fight it all night and call it and coach it. Uh, But uh, uh, I'm also going to say that uh, this team uh, has prepared. They've worked hard. Uh, they bought into his ideas, the uh, uh, nuances, the changes that have been made on offense. Uh, they bought into what Dan's doing. Uh, 
Uh, that was a, a complete game against an outstanding group of NFL players, the Eagles. Tonight. I know you've, you've already. All right, um, man. The of the uh, the era of Mike McCarthy, the most satisfying win. He went with that. Uh, you would think it would be the playoff win, um, but uh, I mean, I I just think right now Jerry was kind of caught up in the moment, and I I think this win could have a galvanizing impact on the rest of the season. I I think that it's one thing to beat them in a shootout. They got in a nice uh, battle with them in uh, in Philly. They felt okay about that game because of the way they played. The quarterback had a great game, and they just didn't, in the end, get it done. To get them down to Arlington and to absolutely crush them and really give them not much hope, I mean, they got a little hope at 24-13, to but the Cowboys responded. They have the best kicker in the game, and he just kept kicking field goals. Generally, you think, well, that's going to come back to haunt them. But when you're hitting 59 and 60, I mean, you feel like you're getting points. I don't know, how Aaron, how you look at place kickers, but when I see those kind of great kicks, I think of your kicker gets six points right there that almost no other kickers in the NFL get. First of all, they're not letting, especially early in games. You're up 7-0. You're at midfield. Most coaches are, you might go for it there, perhaps, if it's fourth and short, but you're not kicking a 60-yard field goal and handing the team a short field uh, and, and, and basically just giving them all sorts of momentum. And yet he did because he has immense trust in this kicker. And you'll hear the part coming up here before too long where I do uh, bring the, uh, the kicker up. Uh, in talking to Jerry. Let's continue, Aaron. You said that, that you think this is the kind of team that can go all the way, but as you build and you have victories this big against this level opponent. Well, this game is additive. Uh, uh, there's no question that uh, uh, everybody feels better about uh, their ability to compete uh, than we did uh, three hours ago. And because of the nature of our opponent, and the opponent uh, uh, brought that out in us. And uh, uh, I can go down the list, but I saw uh, a great effort that uh, uh, this team knows that it can compete, and uh, we're going to have to compete. We're going to have to do it at Buffalo next week in a big way. They're formidable up there. Do it in Miami. We'll have to do it in Washington. And uh, so we've just got a lot of games to go, but uh, uh, I'm sure I'm proud of just the fundamental way on all sides of the ball that we played tonight. Jerry, Jerry 15 games in a row at home. How important is it to get a home playoff game? Well, it, uh, I would love to have a home playoff game because of the reasons why we get it. And, of course, our fans deserve that principally. Uh, but um, uh, uh, this team can play, uh, and it can play without being at home as well. I'm confident of that. Jerry, no. Jack walked off the field tonight to cheers of MVP, MVP. How do you think he's made his case, and how do you think tonight contributes to that? Well, I thought this was a, a monumental game for him tonight. Uh, and, uh, everybody that follows the NFL and follows uh, sports uh, knew that uh, he had a lot of uh, expectation uh, as to how he was going to perform and how he was going to meet this challenge. 
uh, who's uh, uh, the, all, the ever overhang of, well, did he do it in the right situation? Did he do it with the right competition? And I don't mean to sound condescending. That's fair. Well, he, he did it tonight and did it in a very efficient way against a, uh, as good as we'll play. Uh, and so, um, candidly, we now have played some of the better-looking teams. We've got two more to play here real quick, and we'll see how we go. But uh, uh, I think that uh, uh, Dak certainly, uh, I've thought that we'll go as good as, as far as Dak will take us. Uh, uh, I've got uh, Dak would tell you that he'd take exception to that. There's a double handful of players and a lot of uh, other players that will make the big difference. But at the end of the day, this was a team builder tonight. What's it, what's it like to have a kicker that's a weapon like this? Well, I, I have to pinch myself to think that it's been less than 12 months, and I didn't know, um, as a matter of fact, I didn't think we were going to make a field, uh, extra point. So uh, it just shows you the, uh, uh, that uh, that thing can turn, and it has. And so I'm proud for him, uh, proud for us. and. Uh, uh, I don't know that I've witnessed any more impressive kicking exhibition than we had out there tonight because we needed those field goals to be tried. Uh, we needed them. The, the, the additive aspect of them made up, uh, what, two and a half touchdowns? And it, didn't he do five? Four. Four. Was it four? I thought it was five. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. But uh, bottom, line, bottom line is they were meaningful. They were meaningful in the uh, ebb and flow of the game. Uh, they, uh, they were uh, uh, created uh, a morale lift for our team, and they created uh, uh, something to overcome for their team. So they were worth even more than the three points they got. Going back to Dak, MVP, it's not. I, I, on the kicker, I usually don't spend this much time talking about a place kicker. But this is a different animal. And what Aubrey has brought to the Cowboys is, uh, I mean, it, it's I'm trying to think. You know, Maher had his moments before he went south and started missing extra points. Um, I, Greg the Legs, Erline's still kicking somewhere because I saw him yesterday. At some point I was watching Zerline make kicks. So they've had some good ones. Along the way, I mean, they've had some great moments. Lynn Elliott went on a years ago went on a great run for them, but nobody's been on this run, and nobody in NFL history has started their career like this uh, with thirty straight kicks to start his NFL career. And on NBC last night, Aaron and I was at the game, but I looked up. I had a screen that was showing NBC right up in front of me, and they showed him at Notre Dame. And he was just a you know really good soccer player. I mean there was no there was no field goal kicking. Um, I again I don't know. I need to read more about him to see if he tried some field goals in in uh, high school. But can you imagine Aaron like Notre Dame having one of the great programs of all time in college football and not realizing it had a future all-pro NFL kicker on its campus, and he wasn't kicking field goals. He's over there playing soccer. And again, most parts of the world, soccer's number one, but not in our country. And and so he makes it to USFL, kicks well there, and I didn't know what to expect. I thought, honestly, it seemed kind of far-fetched. 
that you would take a college soccer player who kicked pretty well for Birmingham in the USFL and try to turn him into your starting kicker. NFL, it's a different thing. He doesn't even care. He's he's just he's unreal and in the whole team, I mean, he's just he's a huge part of it. And I thought that I thought Jerry made a good point. It was kind of funny cuz he was like, I was sitting here last year with a guy with a kicker who couldn't make an extra point. I mean, you remember the jokes, Aaron. He ma-heard it. I mean, he he got into a bad way on those extra points. The only thing this kicker ever misses is the occasional extra point. I think, Aaron, he's missed two PATs this year, maybe. I remember one early, and I think he's missed one more. So at least two yeah, PATs. He missed his very first PAT. <laughs> and then, yeah, he missed one last week, I believe. That's his only two misses. <laughs> oh, it's pretty amazing. All right, we'll do a little more uh, of this as the day unfolds because Jerry said a lot. Some of it was pretty interesting. And he, I think he thinks he's got a Super Bowl team. And it, here's the thing. If you're riding a hot hand and you've got a quarterback feeling it, you want to take advantage of that. Now, again, if the Cowboys got into a game with with uh, San Francisco right now, I still wouldn't feel great about it, especially there. If they played the game here, I would feel good about it. I really would. I mean, I, I know you're thinking, well, how can you feel good against San Francisco? They got beat 42-10. This team is completely different at home. They function better. They love it. They feed off the crowd. Um, and this quarterback is in an incredible place. And I, I he, he seems headed for an MVP, for an MVP. And if he could make it to an NFC title game, Aaron, he would immediately eclipse Romo. Like I would say right now, he he and Romo are kind of considered about the same level. Romo did it for maybe a little bit longer, but they're about the same level quarterback. Maybe Romo put up, maybe Romo, some people would put Romo ahead because they were just big Romo fans. But he's about to, if he goes to the NFC title game, he surpasses um, Romo. And then if he makes it to the Super Bowl, then you start, then then the Aikman name comes up. He's not not there yet, but he's having an unbelievable season. And Aaron, unfortunately, because we used to measure things by only Super Bowls around here, Danny White took a team to three straight NFC title games, and everybody thinks that Danny White is like kind of a not a bad quarterback, but not a great quarterback. All it takes is one appearance in an NFC title game, and Dak would be a made man. I mean, a made man. Uh, he's already a made man when it comes to finances, but I'm talking about in the history of how people think of Cowboy quarterbacks. All right, more uh, Jerry and more Cowboys next. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Snap to Prescott, fake to Pollard. Only heard. 
here. Deep and going to the middle, and there's Cooks all along. All season. In the middle of the end zone. Touchdown, Cowboys. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills. Live from Highmark Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys and Bills. Sunday starting with the pregame at 2 here on ESPN Central Texas. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Fall Clearance Sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury Motor Power National Best Sellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice costs. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids, and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Coriel Health has an all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, including the Matt Mosley Show Sports Injury Expert, Dr. Lance Ellis. Whether your pain is from an old or new sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Coriel Health Orthopedic Team uses the latest minimally invasive technology, including an orthopedic robot to perform total knee replacements with unmatched precision. Call 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. Save on the powerfully versatile Kubota M7 tractor with up to 170 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, and operator-friendly controls and comfort. Now, write it off the lot and write it off your taxes for zero down and 0% APR for 48 months plus $8,000 loyalty cash reward. Now through December 31st, subject to credit approval, consult your tax advisor. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine Diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. 
No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by Diamore Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. Diamore Fine Jewelers at diamorefinejewelers.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is uh, Matt Mosley's show. We've been listening to uh, Jerry Jones, my conversation with Jerry after the game last night. And, um, and Jerry had a lot to say. Aaron, I was just at the break uh, listening to Pat McAfee, who um, uh, is on ESPN, and he's, he was a former NFL punter. And, boy, he's on the Brandon Aubrey. And so I, uh, I don't always listen to him, but I do kind of like hearing his take on what Aubrey's doing, and he's over the moon about Aubrey. I also find it interesting. We get so caught up in the Cowboys side of this. Uh, I was kind of looking around to see what was being said nationally, and the Eagles are getting all sorts of vitriol, uh, obviously from their own media, from national media. They've been called an embarrassment. But what's being said positively about the Cowboys is just their ability not only to win, but win big. And, Aaron, we talked about it earlier. The, the stat this year is, and I think it's an important one, eight of their wins have come by 20 or more points. Eight of the Cowboys wins, 20 or more points. I mean, that that's way – I mean, think about – we think the 49ers are the best team in the NFL, and I think that's a fair assessment. They only have four. They only have four of their wins at 20 points or more. The Eagles, on the other hand, have like eight of their wins are one-score games. They've had a lot of narrow wins, and that's okay. I mean, I you know, you've got to escape. The key is to get the win. But for the Cowboys to be as dominant as they've been, I mean, it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty remarkable. And um, right now, the two best players, according to the uh, MVP race. I think you'd have to say Dak has now taken the lead from the numbers I've seen. Brock Purdy, two. Lamar Jackson in there. I think you'd have to put McCaffrey, still Mahomes. And then, Aaron, we'll get back into more of the uh, Jerry. I want to hear more from Jerry as we get. We got Campus Confidential coming up at 440. I want to hear more Jerry in the 5 o'clock hour. But uh, the... The huge NFL news today in the in the story from yesterday going into the Cowboys game was what happened with the Kansas City Chiefs and uh, and the Bills and Aaron. That was how fun was that play? First of all, with like a minute and a half left in the game, and they throw a ball downfield to uh, to Kelsey. And Kelsey turns and throws it back behind. I mean, it was like one of the craziest laterals. How far did he throw that, Aaron? Fifteen yards, you think? I mean, it, and it was 
on the money. Like, you know, and you say, wait, isn't that a double pass? No. He he catches the ball. He's running downfield, and it was almost like an option play. He turns and throws a beautiful ball, a, a lateral, to uh, Tony. Um, Kadarius Tony over there. And Tony runs in for the touchdown. The place is going nuts. A flag had been called. Tony, who's come under fire this year already for his drops on replays, it shows. He lined off off, off sides. And I never know, Aaron, how this happens because even back to junior high in high school, man, you kind of get over there to the line of scrimmage, you look over at the official, and the officials can, you know, help you out a little bit and, and tell you to move back or move up to the line of scrimmage because the official over there has a better view of the football. And so sometimes the receiver will ask for a little help. There is the, the official is allowed to give them help. But in this case, the player lined up like a yard past the line of scrimmage, or at least a half yard in and I don't know, Carl Cheffers, the uh, the head official, said at that point, I mean, it, you know, if it, if it crosses a certain line, like they're not required to tell them, hey, get back. Like they can help a little bit, but they can't help a lot is I think what the message he was trying to send. And I hate it because, like, I don't think Tony lining up there gave him some kind of huge help. That's not why the great play happened, because he had some kind of big head start. But when you line up in a football game, I mean, you do have to, everybody's got to be, you know, either on the line of scrimmage or lined up. Perhaps You have to have a certain amount of people uh, lined up at the line of scrimmage. I mean, this is from the beginning of football. These are the rules. These are how you have to play. Aaron, do you, I mean... To me, as I recall you over the years, you you're you're more of a, a in somewhat letter of the law. You don't change things because it would have made for a better play or something like that. I mean, there's no there's nothing the refs could have done. In in right, do you think they made the right call, or would you have much preferred the ref just kept the kept the flag in his pocket because i generally you're not a flag in the pocket guy no i I don't and and things like offside you know everybody because i'm a real stickler for calling for calling penalties and things like that when they happen Mm. people are like well you could call holding on every play well yeah that's a judgment call and you don't want to see an overabundance of holding correct but things like offside delay a game Things like that are absolute. You either are or you are not. And he absolutely was. It wasn't even, and it wouldn't matter to me either anyway, but he wasn't even just a little offside. He was, like like the referee said, he was blocking their view of the ball. He was so offside. So I, it's an easy call, and it would have been a bigger travesty if they hadn't called it. Now, Mahomes' reaction to it was even I and I Mahomes will get worked up sometimes and he's a he's you know he's a animated guy. But even by 
I mean, he he was over the top. And I, I watched, like, lip reading. Somebody did kind of a fun, uh, you know, Aaron, have you seen that guy on YouTube or, or Twitter named John Boy, J-O-M-B-O-Y? If y'all haven't seen him, look him up. You would enjoy it. He does a lot of lip reading, and then he's able to kind of zero in on, like, what Mahomes is saying. Mahomes was just, like, incredulous that you could call that. How would you call it? Didn't have anything to do with the play. He's screaming. He's, he's, he's throwing his helmet down. I will say, as much as I love this player, and I do, I've always been a huge Mahomes guy, he let that call take him out of having a chance to win that game. You know, it's NBA, any sport, at some point you've got to move on. Like, I know coaches get angry. I've watched Matt Campbell sometimes for Iowa State just go nuts. I used to watch it with Rule. Rule could just get so worked up, and he and some of these guys have trouble moving on to the next play. And so they call that, and so I guess it gets to, like, second and 15, and Mahomes just couldn't get past it. He could not, and, and then he came off the field, and he was still screaming and going crazy. Like, I, I just think, I guess, Aaron, when, when you have that huge of a play and that fun of a play and that game-changing, game-winning type play, I, I just think it's hard to settle down, dig back in. But the truth of the matter is it's only, Aaron, what was it after that? Second and 15? I mean, like, for Mahomes, who is famous for running for first downs on fourth down, whatever he needs to do, all he had to do was put it in field goal range. Right, Aaron? You could have sent that game to uh, OT with a field goal. And he just blew up. And he couldn't recover. And I thought that was kind of unbecoming of the great Patrick Mahomes. Now, in terms of, you know, how great the play was, I mean, it was just, it was too much fun. It was great. It was one of the best plays you'll see all season. So I hate that it was wiped out. But it was absolutely a penalty. Now, Aaron, at some point in that game, Romo refers to Taylor Swift as Travis Kelsey's wife. <laughs> yes. And I don't know if you saw it live, but, man, I I started getting, and I, I don't know if I was getting in position to get out to the Cowboys game. I, I, I know I was in the middle of something, but, man, my social media blew up because Romo said that. Romo said. He referred to Travis to uh, Taylor Swift as Travis Kelsey's wife, and he caught himself and he said girlfriend, and then he tried to go on about it. But Nance had a funny little thing. Nance is Nance is pretty quick, and he and he and, he, and he's kind of funny. He's got a little, he's got a good little sense of humor. Nance kind of said something like, you know, you upgraded him a little bit. I don't know, Aaron. Let's see if we can find that at some point. We might play that later. I I, I thought that was a funny moment in the broadcast. But uh, anyway, it is time for something we call Campus Confidential. We'll do it next. 
Baylor Bear basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action this Saturday in Detroit taking on Michigan State. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. Thank you for a record-setting November and make a JTC your number one full-service Chevrolet store. With all of our new inventory, it's starting to look a little like Christmas. At Jim Turner Chevrolet, we also have the largest selection of certified pre-owned and in need for more. So before you spend too much, give us the opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're only a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Find new roads. I'm Joe Kaleo. If you're a small business owner, you know the value of trusted advice. We're here to build a relationship with you and help navigate the financial complexities you may encounter. Your success is our passion. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. From our family to yours, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina wants to thank Central Texas for voting them as the best of Tex-Mex restaurant for 2023. And thank you for the votes for the best of chips and hot sauce, best margaritas, best enchiladas, best queso, and the best tortillas. Making you hungry? Then stop on at La Fiesta Restaurant off Franklin Avenue in Waco. Check them out online at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the foundation doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the foundation, Doctor. <laughs> You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. If you are the do-it-yourself type and you need help finding a certain item to finish the job, remember Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are featured in their showroom, including hinges, latches, post caps, and ornamental iron from Spring Creek. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is also the location for welding rods and welding accessories. If you are looking for Makita power tools, grinders, and cutters, Gilman nuts and bolts, or primary and caulking for metal buildings, drop by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Highway 6, Loop 340 South, Waco. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. 
Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, the rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine cocktails open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel. And ask about our discounted rates for November and December. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, and um, very popular segment known as Campus Confidential, as folks from across Central Texas gather around. And uh, Aaron, I've purposely tried not to look today because I was excited to see where the uh, where everybody ended up in the top 25. The polls are out. The Baylor men they continue to sprint toward the top five. Women doing the same, uh, Aaron. But uh, you can start anywhere you want. It is campus confidential. Thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet. We will start with college football. TCU fired their defensive coordinator yesterday, Ooh. and they've got a new one less than 24 hours later. On Sunday, TCU fired defensive coordinator Joe Gillespie following their 5-7 and seven season in which the defense fell to 78th nationally in points allowed and 100th in yards allowed. Today, they have hired former Boise State head coach Andy Avalos to lead the unit. Avalos, the former Fitz coordinator at Oregon and Boise State was fired last month at Boise, his alma mater. He had a 22-14 record with the Broncos and earned Mountain West Coach of the Year honors in 2022, the year before he was fired, obviously. Well, boy, life comes at you in a hurry when it comes to college football. And, um, I mean, this is the defensive coordinator who was being lauded and heralded beats Michigan in the semifinal, advances to the national title game where Georgia humbles the Frogs and humbles everything. I mean, just puts everybody in a headlock. But, I mean, one year removed from playing for the national title to get fired as a defensive coordinator. I mean, that's rough. I mean, think about that, Aaron. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty brutal. <sighs> Baylor just went one and seven at, at home, and um, and got crushed on defense, and like there was a demotion, but like everybody's getting to come back. Now I know TCU wasn't good this year, but wow, that's tough to go from a national title and Gillespie, some kind of genius, and oh <laughs> look at what he's running, and oh I love the I love the oh he. He somehow took, and now, you know, what I love is how these things go full circle, right, Aaron? It's like, it's like, oh, man, they, they, they got, they, uh, uh, you know, they just needed a different voice. You know, the, Gary's voice had gotten stale, 
And then this year when they when they played poorly, it was like, well, it was just Gary's players they won the they went to the national title with. I mean, just uh, very very interesting how these things work. But uh, that that coach Aaron that you're talking about from Boise State. I still don't quite know what happened there. I don't either. I was just wondering that because he he, got, he won yeah. the, he won the conference and was the coach of the year uh-huh. in 2022, and he was fired midway through a season where they eventually won conference again. I don't I don't know what's going yeah. on there, but there's something more happening. So yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and, and, I, and we I've read that it was had to do with like whatever kind of culture he was putting together, but that's interesting, isn't it, Aaron? That like. Jeremiah Dickey is Mac Rhodes' guy. Like, Mac's his big, his huge mentor, and they had an unbelievable relationship. And yet, Jeremiah Dickey's first big hire, the, that Aval, uh, Avalos, Andy Avalos, he just fires him. I mean, after doing, you know, after he went 22 and 14, really wasn't doing that poorly. And, um, and then, of course, Aaron, let's give that guy they hired credit. They win the last couple of games and then win the Mountain West Conference title. And he's already named that guy the head coach, 35-year-old head coach. He came in as the interim, and now he is the head coach at Boise State. All right, sir, what else do we have? Texas Tech running back Tosh Brooks, fourth among FBS players last season with 1,443 rushing yards, announced today on social media he's returning to the Red Raiders for a fifth season. The 5'10", 230-pound Brooks rushed for more than 100 yards in eight of the Red Raiders' 12 games and just missed in two other games where he finished with more than 90 yards. Okay. I think you'll see this a lot more with running backs. You see every quarterback going to the portal, but with the way that the running back position has been devalued in the NFL, I think you'll see guys staying in college for as long as they can, as long as the NIL is good. Yeah, and I think they'll take care of him from an NIL perspective. Tech did lose one really good player, defender, as I recall, in the portal. But uh, that's a good one. Taj coming back, runs hard, and uh, runs extremely well. It was that other back, though, that I feel like lit up Baylor. I mean, Taj may have been good, too, but I, I do remember another back putting up some yardage against the Bears. Tech was not that great this season, but... Uh, they did come to Waco and put the kibosh on the Baylor Bears. But the Bears are a different team now. I mean, they're going to be different. They got a new OC, new running backs coach. Aaron, everywhere I went this weekend, I got to say, people were kind of bringing up to me, hey, you're going to like this guy, Keenan. Keenan Hall, that new uh, running backs coach. I, This is one of those rare instances where, and I, I mean, I, I, I'm excited to see what Spavitol does, but in a weird sort of way, given this guy's reputation and prowess as a uh, recruiter, I think the running back hire, I think this guy they hired from SMU is every bit as important as the OC hire. And he's not going to call the plays and all that. I get it, okay? People are like, Mosley's crazy. But... This guy's going to get you back into South Dallas. I mean, South Dallas County Bears, for whatever reason, were just not getting it done. And he played at South Oak Cliff. 
He knows the area. Football is great. I mean, you can't help but just look and go, okay, DeSoto's awesome. They advanced. Alito's, um, if you squint, they're out there in Fort Worth direction, but they're in the Metroplex. Um, and, I mean, DFW area, obviously. I, I mean, I, it's just a, the, the football in, in, this, in, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area is just unreal. And if you're not doing well there, I mean, you got to do well in Houston. you got to do well in Dallas. And, and of course, everything else, you, you really need to be doing well in East Texas. A&M has always recruited East Texas extremely well. Baylor's done pretty well there, actually. Baylor's been pretty good in East Texas. I think Sean and everybody else will hopefully dig back in, and these Central Texas kids need to be staying at home. One of them is out there at Lorena. Uh, they got a receiver I like, and, and he's going to need to develop and all that, but whoa, speed, he's good. He's good. So need to need to start, you know, need to get these guys to stay at home. And the Bears had done okay there but had slipped a little bit in recent years. They need to retrench and get our local guys to stay home. Man, I mean, that would be awesome for Temple and Lake Belton and Belton and all these great local schools, Midway, uh, Conley, um, and certainly China Spring, for them to be able to watch their own players right down the road at Baylor. The AP All-American team announced today. First-team quarterback, no surprise. Heisman Trophy winner Jaden Daniels. Some other notable names on the first team. Only two from the Big 12. Ollie Gordon, the second. The Oklahoma State running back was first team, as was uh, on the uh, as was a fifth-year Kansas State guard Cooper Beebe. They were the only first-team All-Americans in the Big 12 on the offensive side of the ball. On the defensive side of the ball, just one for the Big 12. Tavondre Sweat, the fifth-year uh, defensive tackle from Texas, also making first-team All-American, was Edgerin Cooper, the Texas A&M linebacker. Okay, and uh, we've enjoyed also seeing some of these freshman All-Americans, but uh, that, uh, that that's a good that's a good list right there. And um, I, today, Aaron, speaking of Texas A&M, I dug in on a uh, a story. That was really, and they look back at A&M's unbelievable 2022 class that was the best in the country and, and kind of considered almost maybe one of the best classes of all time since they've been doing the rankings like they do them over the past 15, 20 years. And it, 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 was, it was just an unreal class that Jimbo had. And it's just kind of shocking here. And they got like 34 players in that unreal class and it, it, it's to the amount of guys that are already gone and then also the guys from that class that went places like there was this receiver that i remember aaron that was i wish i could remember his name um oh denver denver something denver harris i think was his name and like went you know just incredible incredible talent and yet I think went either to LSU or Alabama or somewhere like that. Now is at try. I think played this past season at Kilgore Junior College. Like just a staggering amount 
of guys that have either transferred somewhere and it didn't work out or no longer playing or just kind of like playing backup roles at other places. To have that great of a class, um, they it, again, it brings back that you can't, it can't just be let's collect a ton of five stars. You got to make sure they're fits. And they really don't have that many left from an unbelievable class. Now, there's some good players from it. Uh, they got a bunch of unbelievable defensive linemen, but their best player was that. Um, Walter Nolan, who just visited the other day. I'm trying to think where he went. Oh, I think he visited Oregon. They lost their big-time O-lineman, and he's been considered maybe the best player in all of the uh, the portal. All right, lots to uh, go over there. And, Aaron, at some point I do want to go over the uh, – I'm very excited about these uh, – the rankings, the basketball rankings for uh, – men and women i'd like to uh, look into that all right we uh we will be talking to glenn stretch smith you know him you've heard from him for years and we'll talk some uh cowboys we'll do it next the flagship station for baylor basketball is espn central texas mosby's land management is a family-owned business that's been serving central texas area for over 20 years we're all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal stump grinding land cleaning and clearing mulching services demolition cleanup haul off culvert installation give a local central texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm ranch personal property give me mosby a call 254 or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. Hey, neighbor, I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. (laughs) It sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield CD from EECU. They have a 5.5% APY on a nine-month CD. (laughs) 5.5%? That is big. Yep, we've done our banking with EECU for years, and we opened a CD just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash high-yield and open your CD in under five minutes. Wow. What'd you call them? EECU? (laughs) That's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 5.5% APY, but hurry, go to EECU.org slash high yield today because it's a limited time offer. Thanks for the tip. Hey, uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY is annual percentage yield. $2,500 minimum deposit required from an external source. Membership requirements apply. For additional terms and conditions, call 800-333-9934. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Find sports news. 
streaming, and show podcast at CentexSportsFan.com. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, December 16th and Sunday, December 17th at the Cadence Bank Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be a place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. Get there early for the two guns that'll be raffled off at 4 o'clock on Saturday and 3 o'clock on Sunday. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll find lots of ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, December 16th from 9 and until 5, December 17th from 10 to 4 at the Cadence Bank Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, run by a native Texan for all Texans. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. You've been sidelined by joint pain. It's time to meet the Coriel Health MVPs of orthopedics located right here in Central Texas. Dr. Lance Ellis, Dr. Jacob Battle, Coriel Health Sports Certified Orthopedic Physician Team Specialized in Sports Medicine, and Total Hip and Knee Replacement. Don't let joint pain keep you on the bench. Get back in the game. Make the play call to Coriel Health Orthopedic today. 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It's Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. It's a... Uh, well, what we used to call this, Glenn Stretch-Smith joining us now. Overreaction Mondays, what we used to say when uh, Stretch and I would be on with none other than Randy Galloway back in the day in Dallas. Everybody was uh, reacting over the top. But, but Stretch, this is a uh, – and welcome back to the uh, the Mosley Show, the most listened-to show of any show in Central Texas, including, like, the music stations. I mean, they just all step aside and go, hey, from three to six, we're going to take a knee. We're going to take a knee. And, Stretch, we uh, always, the ESPN Central Texas family, is always pleased to have you uh, on our airwaves. Um, This one, Stretch, I was trying to remember a bigger regular season victory. And of the McCarthy era, there's not much to compare it to. I mean, I'm sure, you know, he's had a couple, but this is – and they've done well against the Eagles. Quite honestly, Dak has a pretty good record against all the NFC East teams. But with everything on the line, to come out and hammer an Eagles team was really impressive. And, I mean, it – you know, again, I don't want to – I don't want to overreact, but this was the first game of the year 
that really made you think, whoa, okay, this win uh, means something? Well, I, I think, I mean, I think you make a point. I mean, it's the biggest win, obviously, in his time with the Cowboys. I, I think that this team needed this win last night. They needed what they felt like was a signature win. They needed to go out and take a team that, I mean, you know, a lot of people had said initially was the best team in the NFC. And and that's this was talking about two or three weeks ago before obviously they were beat by San Francisco. But this was a team that came in and arguably had the best offensive line being the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, a team that, Arguably had you know the best receivers and in, in, in Brown and Smith getting their tight end back Goddard, uh, you know felt like that uh, they were coming in to Dallas to really you know kind of for all practical purposes put some distance between them and the Cowboys and and the Cowboys just I mean in my mind really got after them and I'm saying from really the the opening kick until what what I felt like was, you know, uh, two minutes to play in the game. D- Dallas had com- complete control of the football game. Now, I'm going to say this. It was frustrating to obviously watch the quarterback fumble the ball and give them a scoop and score because when you look at how the Dallas defense played, they dominated the football game. And when I say dominated the football game, they, they felt like they could get after Hurts. Now, we could argue whether Hurts was 100% or not, and I can tell you that watching it again and re-looking at the film, he's not 100%. But regardless, Dallas really, really took it to the Philadelphia Eagles last night. They did it on Sunday night football in front of, you know, I don't know what the final number was, but it was, it was a stupid amount of people, and – most importantly, they got the quarterback uh, and, and put him, I think, in position to possibly be the MVP. And the only way this team is going to go, and, and I think go to the level that they can go to, is to have the quarterback continue to play at the level he's playing at. So, you know, here I am. I've opened my statement here. And we've talked about, you know, hey, was it, a, was it the right win for Mike McCarthy? And the answer is yes, and then they did it, you know, defensively, offensively. They, they, they dominated the football game. How much do you think Mike has to do with, with Dak's success? And what I mean, you know, like the play calling, you watch these things. You see how they set it up. He was struggling in the red zone early. Doesn't really seem to be a problem anymore, although they are kicking a lot of field goals. Most of those are like long field goals. But what do you, how much of Dak's success do you credit Mike and or Schottenheimer? Um, and, and just, because I'm just kind of curious how that changed from Kellen. How, how, I mean, seemingly it's had a really nice effect on Dak. Well, yeah, I, I think that, you know, they, the West Coast offense always creates and always brings some sort of a shallow cross. There is a there is a place for you to get rid of the football, dump the football down, get it out of your hand. 
I think he's comfortable in that offense. I think he likes having the ability to take a first look at the defense and then say, okay, I'm going here with this football. You saw it in the uh, when he when he ran that skinny post to uh, to Cooks there before the half. Uh, now, obviously, they had had uh, they they had had their safety go down. Uh, the the Eagles' safety went down, and when he went down, they they had to replace him. And when they had to replace him, they were having to play some different coverages. And you saw. Mike McCarthy immediately go after, you know, that, that, that position. And you saw Dak accept that responsibility and accept the challenge of knowing, Hey, I've got to go, I've got to come in this football game and continue to put the pressure on the Eagles. I think the offense fits him and fits what he wants to do. Um, I'm talking about with the football, as far as being able to get it out of his hand and get it out of his hand quickly. And, and when you look at how the Cowboys are attacking, um, really all I'm saying everything that they're doing offensively, how they're attacking other defenses, it seems to fit him what Mike McCarthy likes to do and how Mike McCarthy likes to call the football game. Yeah, and I was just looking up that one at safety who came in. The guy you were talking about, Blankenship, got in concussion protocol. He came up and tried to make a play. I, I'll say right now, anybody that tries to tackle Jake Ferguson is either going to get embarrassed or he may take him for a little ride right now. I, I thought we've made the point about, you know, does, is Dak going to miss Dalton Schultz? And I think at times he did. But now Ferguson has emerged, and in, in from an athleticism standpoint, you see the leaping. You see the run after catch. Uh, stretch, this guy's not just like, oh, hey, he's gone from serviceable, pretty good, to like a, a major weapon on this team. Um, how big do you think that is for Dak? And what are you seeing from Ferguson? I, I, I kind of like the fact that he... I mean, he's a big target, and he's and he's making contested catches, big catches. Uh, yeah, you saw it against Seattle. Yeah, and I, I mean, I mean, you make the point. You know what? It, what is the comfort level that Dak has with the tight end? You're tying it in with, you know, how Mike McCarthy calls the offense and what he does, and obviously, the, you know, the 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 player personnel department of the Cowboys felt like they had a good enough player in Jake Ferguson to replace Dalton Schultz. And so they allowed Dalton Schultz to go to the Texans in free agency. And that really was Dak's kind of, you know, kind of his underneath comfort guy where he could, he could throw those underneath option routes. He could get that ball out of his hand quickly because he knew he could stick it in certain tight areas in those five-yard option routes to Dalton Schultz. And, in fact, what they've done is they've replaced Dalton Schultz with Jake Ferguson, and Jake Ferguson looks to be a faster version of Dalton Schultz. You see him, I mean, it's like week after week, they get him in those scene throws, and he's able to, you know, split the middle of the field and be able to do, do some things I think that really showcase who he is 
and what he can do. And so I think the Cowboys made a good call there, just like they allowed Noah Brown to go to Houston also in free agency, and they replaced him with Colbert. So it's the depth of the Cowboys football team right now that I also feel like separates them uh, from everybody else um, or any of the other teams when the Cowboys have gotten to this kind of this 10-win, 11-win plateau and people have said, well, you know, uh, you know I don't real, I'm not real sure this team is that good or I'm not real sure they're, you know, they're, they're good enough to really go all the way. And then you start talking about overreaction Monday and I saw some articles today where they were talking about, oh, Cowboys fans are already – you know, researching hotel rooms in Las Vegas. So it's dang sure an overreaction Monday when you're doing that. <laughs> Where would you, um, <clears throat> Strat, Glenn Stretch Smith on the Matt Mosley show, ESP in Central Texas, would you, if, if we do go to the Super Bowl, and I say we, I'm just talking about the two of us, not, not uh, necessarily we as in the Cowboys, we are very we are very uh, big time journalist and would not use the word we but if the cowboys go where would you want to stay in vegas do you have a would you be over at the sands who own the mavericks now or would you like to get over to the venetian or the old school mgm are you trying to are you trying to are you trying to prep gary moss for where you think we need to go mostly is that why you're asking me this and kind of trying to to see if we can get in there. I, you know what? If the Cowboys get to the to the Super Bowl, I'm going to say I, I'm going to say Mosley, you're you're going to want the bridal suite probably at the Venetian, and I'm going to I'm going to be com- really comfortable at the MGM. So that, that that's just the two yeah two places I'd throw out there real quick. Yeah, I think I would be asked to cover the game from Oakley's there in Waco is uh, <laughs> is probably what will end up happening. Um, some of these numbers, though, stretch are staggering. The uh, Cowboys have won eight games by 20 or more points, setting a franchise record for the most 20-point wins in a season. Those eight 20-point wins are the most by any NFL team since the 2007 Patriots. I mean, my goodness. Um, and, and they had 10. They had 10 of those dominating wins. By the way, the uh, 49ers only have four of those. I mean, we think of them as, a, as maybe the best team in the NFL. They only have four of those this season. And the Eagles win tons of one-score games. I mean, you hate to knock them for a lot of those wins being close, but they do play in a lot of close games. Now, again, credit them for winning those games. But the dominance that the Cowboys are showing, does that does that make you almost, in a sense, have higher hopes for this Cowboys teams than those in the past just by the fact that they seem to like putting teams away and that we that has not always been the case with the Cowboys? I mean, I, I do think that that when you look at when you look at how they're playing, uh, the level they're playing to, and the fact that, uh, like you said, I mean they're they're going right at teams and trying to knock them out. I 
I go to last night's game again, and I say, I mean, if Dak – and we could – I mean, we, we can obviously point to one or two plays in every football game, but, I mean, Dak can't fumble the football in that scenario, and I'm sure he'll tell you that. But then, I mean, if they don't have a well-designed fourth down uh, – I'm talking about fake punt that the Eagles ran – that then got them down there and got them a field goal. I mean, this is a team that scored three points against the Cowboys. I mean, that's, that's, that is, that is significant to me. I mean, they held, they held Hurts. I don't know statistically. I know you keep up with that, but I mean, he didn't have, I don't think he had 160 passing yards. So when you look at how they're winning games, yeah, they're scoring and they're, 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 you know, their offense seems to be clicking. I'm going to continue to say that with Stephon Gilmore and Deron Bland, I mean, we don't even talk about Diggs anymore, who's the Pro Bowl corner that they lost. Yeah. Last night we thought about, okay, we saw Hankins go off with an ankle injury, and now the mentality is, okay, Mozzie Smith, Neville Gallimore, Chauncey Goldston, you guys are going to have to step up and, 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 and play that position. How about, the, you know, the fact that you've got Demarcus Lawrence at times going inside and playing as a three technique down there over the guard. I just see so much depth on this football team, and, and I think that's what allows them, Matt, to separate themselves and get these big wins because they're able to continue to roll these fresh defensive linemen, fresh players in there. And the fact that, you know, Tyron Smith is able to get in the practice routine. He's in. He's not having to, um, you know, really practice. They're giving him some days off. And he's such a good football player that the offensive line is clicking right now. I think they ran the ball as good as I've seen them run the ball in a while last night. And this is – this is against a, a team that, again, an Eagles team that's really good in the defensive front. Are you talking about uh, Cox, Hassan Reddick? I mean, they are, they are physical up front, and Dallas got after them. So uh, I just think there's some little contributing factors that are allowing them to say, you know what, we not only can win this football game, but we can go out and really put people away and really get after them. I'm, I'm telling you, I think that that's, that's the difference in what gives you an opportunity to start thinking about, boy, if they can stay healthy and, 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 and continue to play at this level, I mean, I believe it's, I believe it's the Cowboys and the 49ers. And, and, and yeah, right now, would I say the 49ers are the, are the better team right now? I, I probably would, but you know how it is. I mean, that we have a month of, the season to go and uh, the 49ers play a very physical brand of football. So, you know, they, they're, they could get nicked and dinged and, and the Cowboys are playing that same physical brand. So if they can keep this football team fresh and healthy, keep rolling those defensive linemen in there, I think they have an opportunity to really, you know, really go win the East. Cause even though they're on top right now, I think Philadelphia has most of the tiebreakers. They're going to have to be, you know, it's going to have to be a full one game difference because if they finish in a tie, uh, the Eagles have too many of the tiebreakers right now. 
All right, have you secured your uh, semifinal ticket to go see the Longhorns and the Huskies get it on? Have because uh, they they only gave the Texas folks a thirteen thousand uh, tickets in the allotment, and the Texas season ticket holders are very upset. But you know, people, you would not have trouble getting a ticket. How are you handling that? Yeah, I'm. I'm you know what? I'm, I'm really kind of to the point where. I enjoy the game on TV a lot more than I enjoy going to it, mostly. And the reason that I do is because the last one I went to was the Cowboys and Seattle game, and you sat next to me and just reaffirmed it's a lot better to watch it at home so I I don't have to get your play-by-play whenever you decide to saunder over there and get next to me in the press box. Felt like that was an enjoyable (laughs) time. And felt like you learned quite a bit that night. And, and the young man next to me from NBC, Pat Doney, I I overheard him the other night saying, you think Mosley will come back down here? Like just almost like Christmas morning or something, the excitement. So um, I, we did miss you I'll in the press what, box. I'll tell you though. what I got out of the night was I got that you're still, your phone, you, you were trying to show me some things on your phone. And your screen was so bad on that damn Android that you got. I mean, it was a borderline CB radio, Mosley. So that's really what I got out of it. Get yourself a damn iPhone and get out of that 10-year-old Android you're carting around. The Android will always be. That'll always be my go-to. And it messes up a lot of group tech situations. But that's how I function best, and I really miss the BlackBerry. The BlackBerry <laughs> was a beautiful phone, and that's how I used to write a lot of stories right there on my BlackBerry. The things I could do with my thumbs on that BlackBerry, uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, really, it's really something I miss. All right, uh, Stretch, thank you, and, um, and we wish you the happiest of holidays. Merry Christmas to you. Same to you. You guys have a great day. See you, buddy. Glenn Stretch Smith, former Cowboys scout and coach uh, on the Matt Mosley show. And also, he used to be part of the Eminem broadcasting family. You never know when he may come flying back in off the top rope. Um, He does a nice job, and uh, we enjoy having him on. All right, let's... um, Let's circle back and listen to a little more of Jerry Jones, and then we'll do that. I also want to react to the uh, men's top 25 of some very interesting things going on that I wanted to point out. Uh, We'll do that next. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back in action Thursday in the Farrell Center for the future Bears game hosting Delaware State. 10.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 11 a.m. tip-off Thursday. Tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. 
In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the Foundation Doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the Foundation Doctor. <laughs> You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. <laughs> Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is uh, Matt Mosley, and we'll listen to a little more of Jerry Jones. I talked to Jerry after the game last night. 33-13, to 13, Cowboys win. A couple of nuggets here, though, first. Aaron Shohei Otani, 
Um, news is out this afternoon. Jeff Passan had this, and I, I want to give full credit. It looks like the structure of the deal. There's somebody named uh, from the covers the Dodgers for the Athletic named Fabian uh, Ardea, and uh, and so he had the kind of the structure of this deal. But listen to this: Shohei Otani's seven hundred million dollar contract, which is just you know silly, uh, calls for him to be paid. Only $2 million a year for the next 10 seasons. This guy is genius. Because Otani's making all this huge money from sponsors and, you know, the whatever, you know, all the endorsements. And so he's deferring $680 million until the end of the deal. I mean, so... Because of all this, that the you know there's there's a tax that the teams. I mean, there's you know basically it's what you call like a soft cap or something. But anyway, there there is something in place to try to rein some things in. And because of this, the Dodgers are are going to get this huge discount on what would have been this. So again. This is still going to, you know, at some point you got to pay up and he's going to have to get his $700 million you owe him. But he has agreed, and it, and they say it was his idea. And I'm sure the Dodgers are like, okay. I mean, this is odd, but, yeah, maybe we can pull this off. $2 million a year for the next 10 seasons. Aaron, imagine if they try to do that deal with like Dak or or Mahomes. Mahomes gets 45 million a year for like 10 years. This whoever got the huge new deal uh who was it Burrow is like 50 million a year. I mean that's what they're looking for. They're looking for those massive annual payouts. And Otani's just like, ah, "I'm doing fine." 2 million's a lot of money. I think I'll just do, two, for the next 10 years, just pay me $2 million a year. And they give me all my money at the end. I mean, I, it's, it's just, it's, it's unprecedented. I, I don't know. I mean, we've seen, we saw uh, oh, the famous Mets player, Bobby Bonilla, defer a lot of his money. And so the big joke is, you know, every year it's like Happy Bonilla Day. He's still getting paid. This is this is one of the craziest things I've heard. Now, Aaron, also I was looking at the uh, AP top twenty-five. AP Sports came out today. The Baylor men and women stay where they are. Um, at Baylor six, uh, the men, the women are ten. I, Aaron. The Cougars, there's only like a few teams left that are undefeated. Uh, Arizona from the Pac-12. Houston from the Big 12. Baylor from the Big 12. One more team, Oklahoma, from the uh, Big 12. They're 9-0. I mean, we got to give Porter Moser. I mean, we like making fun of him, but Aaron, the Oklahoma Sooners, after a big win, uh, who did they beat? They beat... They, they they beat somebody pretty 
pretty bad, like 79 to 70. I was watching a little bit of it the other day. I mean, it was a really nice win for o- uh, for Oklahoma. I'm trying to think where they played them to. It was at the BOK, wherever that was. Anyway, Oklahoma, Aaron, has moved up eight spots this week to number 11. Clemson is 9-0. This seems like a huge market correction. They came rolling up the board and are now, they beat, somebody beat A&M this past week. Anyway, Clemson came up 11 spots all the way to number 13 in the country. University of Texas got crushed by Marquette. Just crushed. And they went down seven spots to number 19. All right. And I was going to see Marquette just went up one spot, even though they crush University of Texas. They're number seven in the country now. And in other big movers and shakers, Miami fell nine spots all the way down to 24. Uh, Duke, who Baylor plays in New York, did move up one spot. They're only six and three. They're 21 in the country. They're 21st in the country. Aaron, this team Baylor's playing in Michigan. Michigan State, a proud program under Izzo. That team right now, Aaron, is four (laughs) and five. They're struggling. And they did not. I looked down here at the others receiving votes. Not a single vote for Michigan State. The the team the the team that's uh, that I find this interesting, Aaron. I Ole Miss is undefeated under Chris Beard. Aaron, they're still not in the top twenty-five. I mean, I I I don't totally. Maybe they just hadn't played anybody. But I I would have thought Chris Beard alone was because some of the media is enamored with him. I'm looking at you, Jeff Goodman. Um, would be up there in the top 25. They're not. So, anyway, the Bears hang in there at number six. And the only team, I I don't totally understand why Houston moved down and Purdue, maybe Purdue just had a big win or something. I don't know. Purdue's up at three. Kansas is number uh, two. And Arizona is number one in the country. And they'll, of course, be part of the uh, the Big 12 next year. The, if there were a 26-team, Aaron, it would be next year's Big 12. The Colorado Buffaloes are at 26. All right, I was just kind of fascinated with all that. I wanted to take a peek. Aaron, let's go back and let, let's listen to a little more. This is for our 5 o'clock crew. I had a chance to talk to Jerry. You've already heard me ask Jerry about uh, the kicker. And Aaron... I hope people I follow up at some point about El Cid and Jerry's um, Jerry was talking about the Charlton Heston movie, the film 1961 El Cid. And he compared El Cid to Mike McCarthy. Let's listen to a little bit more of Jerry Jones from last night. Goal, obviously, but given his story and given how he's criticized and, and he recognizes that from the recent commercial, what would it mean for him to win that award? I, first of all, I just, uh, uh, more, uh, as far as 
what it represents, which is his, uh, would be his uh, importance to the team. Uh, he doesn't have to win that award for me to know how important he is to our aspirations this year, where we are and where we got a chance to go. So um, uh, he's he's got that kind of, of uh, appreciation from, I think, everybody in this organization. It's Dak evolving and uh, working with Mike and Schottenheimer and what we're trying to do offensively and how he's making those adjustments that represents his finest skill and his finest quality. And that is he can take his idea or your idea and he can take it from a classroom to a practice field to the ball game and execute it. He's the best I've ever seen at taking it from there to there. And uh, that's what he's done here. And Mike's injected uh, his uh, uh, principles or ideas that uh, he thought our personnel best suited. Dak stepped right in and worked with it and worked with it and made it work. So uh, uh, I think uh, he's a great example to me about what football is. And football, uh, uh, you very seldom get here as a football player. And you have to become one. And, uh, he's become uh, uh, possibly, and I would say, he's become the most valuable player right before our eyes in the last several months. You said before, uh, I think it was on Friday, you said it would take a Herculean effort. You said three different times that you were nervous about this game. When, uh, what part of this game did you maybe stop feeling nervous? Well, I have to pinch myself right now to just reckon, realize that we've won this game. I still have that kind of respect for Philadelphia. And um, what was it? What what is at stake? And um, uh, how uh, how it addresses perception? Uh, perception is real. It's very real. And I know that. And uh, uh, do a lot of my uh, managing in life based on perception. And uh, uh, this perception that we've been able to evolve, uh, maybe start off. Uh, not hitting on all cylinders, but start off in the early part of the year and evolve into the offense that uh, we are now in a complimentary football that uh, coaches wearing everybody out there. Uh, basically, uh, you've got to have some top, top talent that buy into their direction or their coaching. And that's what you had with Dak. And then, of course, he's, uh, uh, I've never been around a final leader of, of any stature or of any age. Or of, uh, I've never been around a finer leader. And so uh, he uh, plays the game with a style that accentuates leadership. Jerry, when you guys went to Philly, the Eagles fumbled three times, but they recovered all three. Tonight they fumbled three times and you recovered all three. How important were those takeaways and what do you think the difference was? We all takeaways. Uh, uh, usually you can directly relate those takeaways. Now they got a pretty important one. Um, for a touchdown that uh, really, uh, I think, uh, was dramatic, really, made a, made a big difference. And uh, uh, so uh, uh, the takeaway thing is very important. Uh, we did lose that lose it up in Philadelphia, and we won it tonight. And uh, it'd, be, uh, it'd be hard to ignore that that's uh, a big reason we won the game like we did. Did you personally still have any doubts going into this game about your ability to beat teams the caliber of the 49ers and Eagles that were erased, or, or had you already gotten past that? No, before no, no, I, I have, uh, uh, I certainly have uh, 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 questions. I know I felt 
felt we're capable of winning the games. I thought we were capable of beating the 49ers when we went out there. Uh, we didn't. Uh, but I certainly uh, don't count the proverbial country chickens. I don't do that at all against, frankly, any team in the NFL, but much less a team like the Eagles there. And, and uh, most of the things that uh, uh, you can look at the Eagles and say they haven't played their best game yet. And a lot of people, I've read that a lot, they haven't played their best game yet. And uh, so uh, they've got uh, great upside potential. And we have a lot of uh, uh, respect for their personnel. Uh, but I like ours too. And uh, so, uh, and I really like what Mike's doing and what Dan's doing and how they're working together to uh, basically put this team together. You know, I think that was a moment where, I mean, I think Jerry does respect the Eagles, did have his doubts, had really hoped they would perform like this, but just didn't know. And when you respect your opponent, but when you come out and set the tone like they did, I mean, that is a proud organization that is coming off a Super Bowl appearance and playing well in the Super Bowl, playing in a really, uh, uh, you know, a great Super Bowl, very competitive one. And and uh, sometimes, you know, you don't get always get the great game, and, and you did. And this is for – this is a big moment, in, in especially for Dak. And I think that's why Jerry keeps coming back to Dak, because last year we built up – well, the, in that second round of the playoffs – why shouldn't the Cowboys have an advantage at quarterback? It's Brock Purdy. I mean, the guy is a rookie and inexperienced and all of that, and yet Dak went out and played poorly. When you go up against a team, even though I know the quarterbacks aren't out there on the field at the same time, but when you have two great, as far as the numbers are concerned, two quarterbacks that have played really well this season, but let's, let's be honest, uh, Hertz has more substance to him, to his career, not as a human, but as a quarterback. As an NFL quarterback, he just brings more credibility to the table than Dak. That doesn't mean that Dak doesn't have huge respect for his teammates, but Dak's teammates needed him to do what he did last night. And then afterwards, Dak, uh, Dak came out and said, hey, if I had played up to my standard, we would have put 50 on him. Like, I, I like the attitude. I like the attitude. Like, even what they did was not quite enough. And, boy, I tell you, for, for, the, for Dak and, and the Cowboys to be playing at this level, they are uh, – they, this is a different deal than we've seen since McCarthy's been here. And, and to McCarthy's credit, to come back from the appendectomy and then to take some hits early in the season for not doing well in the red zone and now to be in this kind of rhythm as a play caller, there's a couple things at work. He's doing really well. The receivers have emerged. CeeDee Lamb is one of the best players in the NFL right now. I mean, if we're going to put any of these non-quarterbacks in the argument, you might want to think about C.D. Lamb. I don't think he's going to win MVP, but he's put up huge numbers, and he's playing great. 
And then the throw Dak made to Cooks was just, I think it was about a 30-yard throw into the first half. They're driving down there, and that skinny post he throws, I mean, that's just gorgeous. That's just gorgeous. They they just could not cover the Cowboys. And Dak felt so confident that even those deep outs where you're like, ooh, what's that? Oh, that could have, man, his arm right now, he's feeling so much confidence. He's He, he just feels, I mean, it's like nobody's going to undercut me. I'm going to put too much juice on that ball. And he did. He did. So right now he is playing at an elite level. All right, good to hear from Jerry. Great to hear from Glenn Stretch-Smith earlier in this program. It is time for the dismount. That is next. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Snap to Prescott, fake to Pollard. Only heard here. Deep and going to the middle of the touchdown. All season. In the middle of the end zone. Touchdown, Cowboys. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills. Live from High Park Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys and Bills. Sunday starting with the free game at 2. You're on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, it's Pat Mosley. You've been sidelined by joint pain. It's time to meet the Coriel Health MVPs and orthopedics located right here in Central Texas. Dr. Lance Ellis, Dr. Jacob Battle, Coriel Health's board-certified orthopedic physician team specializes in sports medicine and total hip and knee replacement. Don't let joint pain keep you on the bench. Get back in the game. Make a play call to Coriel Health Orthopedic today. 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. Hey folks, here's Kyra with Jim Turner Chevrolet. Thank you for a record-setting November and make a JTC your number one full-service Chevrolet store. With all of our new inventory, it's starting to look a little like Christmas. At Jim Turner Chevrolet, we also have the largest selection of certified pre-owned and in need for more. So before you spend too much, give us the opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're only a heartbeat away, McGregor. We're treat you like family. Find new roads. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, December 16th and Sunday, December 17th at the Cadence Bank Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be a place where small mom and pop enters share the board with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the shelf. Get there early for the two guns that will be raffled off at 4 o'clock on Saturday and 3 o'clock on Sunday. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll find lots of ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, December 16th from 9 to 5, December 17th from 10 to 4 at the Cadence Bank Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, run by a native Texan for all Texans. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at ZenExpertsFan.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, friends, and so much more. We have all the barbecues, specialties, over 35 kinds of kalachis to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality Texas and our Czech heritage, the Tom and Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek, you'll love our sausage. Trip. Take your wood trip to Chinco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rates. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Chinco is extending its auto refi road trip to December 30th. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org, member NCUA. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amore Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amore Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amore Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine diamonds and great selection of those two, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman market and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. 
dealers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. DM Refined Jewelers at DMRefineJewelers.com. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is the, uh, the Dismount. And, uh, boy, I tell you, all across the uh, world, people are reacting to the Shohei Otani deal. And it's it, it's just kind of genius, the Dodgers. Uh, it, I mean, good for him. I mean, he's while he's getting this um, massive deal, six $700 million, his 10-year contract with the Dodgers will see him defer $68 million of his annual $70 million salary. So at the end of his deal, after 10 years, when Otani is 40, he'll then get $680 million. All right? And, and then that's not a bad thing. Maybe he'll be ready to retire. He may want to play another year. Who knows how he'll be feeling? At least he'll be pitching. At least he'll just be hitting. Um, these deals never work out here. And you, you almost invariably, even with a singular talent like this, when they did a nine, eight or nine, 10-year deal with Pujols, you knew it would be a horrible deal by the end when the Angels did that deal. And it was. It was horrific. And, and pretty much, there's never one of these, like, they didn't, the Yankees didn't get to the end of A-Rod's deal and go, man, I'm glad we did this. You do it to secure the person. And then you know that you're going to have to end up paying huge money even when they're not any good anymore. It's, it's a wild way to do business. All right, thanks to everybody who's been a part of this one. Aaron, thank you. We will see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock straight up. Good night, everybody. This is the Mark.